0: You know what's so funny? That season was so, like, I don't want to say iconic, but so well known from the time Ovi came that even my mother till this day still says message like she's never forgotten Ovi. Okay,
1: but Ovi looks the way he looks. Obviously, the aunties were gagged. Like, oh gagged. Like, I mean, you okay. know, what, it, it takes a lot for like. Like, someone of their age to say that someone is paying. I mean, some some parents, you can just see, you're just like, like... You're just, looking at me too much. That was <laughs> telling me her mom is an AJ star, and I'm like, Auntie Joshua, they'll be losing all the damn time? Him? She be knowing. She, she and said, then
0: what? I'm
1: like, we see each other. <laughs> we see each other. I'm fucking DJ right up. So
0: I'm not going to hold you. It's so yep. good. You're i'm so no shocked one. at my own skill
1: guys you're lucky that no one sees you i think do you ever just eat like sometimes maybe like on a night out when you come back after a night out and you're eating just like good if someone saw me
0: <laughs> and you know what's funny have you ever been the person who you've gone somewhere and seen someone fucking their food up imagine one day someone is looking at you like that and you can't see them <laughs> Okay.
1: I, know, like, I know how, everybody says I eat like I have a BBL. So I don't think, I genuinely don't think I'm at risk of that happening. I'm okay, quite, fancy. unless, unless I'm actually very, very, <laughs> very, very drunk. If I'm very drunk, then you will be able to hear that. I'm not even here. You'll see that I'm fucking some <laughs> But it's possible. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's very very much, very much possible. Okay. Okay. very much within the realm of possibility
0: how are you doing how was your weekend
1: the level of beverage consumption
0: the level of bevel, beverage consumption
1: <laughs> i'm on another level Dimpo. i'm on another level so from now sparkling water sparkling water Why not? I, I've, I've been saying this has been my spillion for how many days now <laughs> A few weeks. It's almost two weeks that i've been saying my the, my ministry, it's been my ministry, you know, guys. My ministry, my spirit. <laughs> no, but when, you see, after that weekend with you, Goldie and them, like, it just went to hell, shame. On uh, a
0: tweet, it started with your tweet. In fact, not even with your tweet. While we are at Goldie's, Leo was like, I'll have one drink. That's my cap.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. But
0: okay. I saw Leo pouring more, I said, we lost them. We lost them. Guys, we have lost them.
1: Houston we have a problem yeah. Over, over.
0: over. Roger, that,
1: Roger that The thing I hate about like Growing up That that Roger Roger thing was such like a big thing That Roger. if you do ro- Over Like I don't think many people would get it Obviously our age mates I think would get it But like I think under 23 Maybe 24 I don't think I don't think, I don't think get, get it, get it.
0: Unless they have older siblings, or well, somebody would have explained the reference of Roger or, or, over. over.
1: <laughs> 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 Such a city. Over.
0: Yo, uh, uh, <laughs>
1: um, uh, but yeah
0: know, How was your weekend? I saw you're back to, Bev is your, your bestie again. You and babe. So. You know the, babes.
1: the level, why I say the level of beverage consumption. So after thursday right we're like oh on after work on thursday I went, to, I went to the office so it's like no let's do after work drinks so i'm like oh no sundowners you know like guys sundowners i will not lie to you guys sundowners especially
0: brits in in the summer love a good sundowner
1: especially if like it's with people you get along i think of it and you know like the vibe is not going to be weird and you know it, nothing you say can or will be used against you so even the stuff we're talking about, I think, because it's, like, people quite junior in the company, like, we're all kind of, like, I mean, but, like, for, like, if you, like, keep it cute, it's always, like, a fun experience, just, like, hang out with, like, the young people in the um thingy, plus, I think, just asking each other, like, where you at with life, like, also asking, you know, finding out, you know, how much someone is making, it's always interesting, you know, so it's just interesting to get to know your colleagues more, and obviously, if you're drunk, that facade you've been giving at work, it slips away. So I think that's always kind of fun. I don't know if... I wonder if people look at me when, like, I've been drinking with them and, like, who I work with and think you're so different when you're drunk or when you're, like, yourself versus, like, when I'm, like, drunk. Also, well, versus I'm in the office. Um. So, yeah, Um. that was Thursday. I got home just after midnight, I think, Friday was damn near right off like i did do i did work but i i, I just my, my day was just off by like two three hours like started at nine. Min yeah. started at nine but the work only started getting done after 11 so <laughs> um so and then friday i'm like nope leave me alone i mean i wasn't inviting you, but i'm like nope leave me alone because anyway, i had dlt on saturday i had dlt saturday mm, could have been better
0: I was so salty
1: looking at those snaps. I'm not going
0: to no, lie. No, no, we miss nothing. Not, as in, you, you guys are... We not miss nothing. Not a I saw you and Tata and I was thinking, I am I supposed to see these people today? Even Tata, from oh, Mana. I? who's this that day? I'm waiting. I don't know, i check with Aikhi. I'm like, I'm like, oh.
1: No, but I, honestly, I did, I did warn you. No, like, you I'm told me, you didn't. Hey, you're being...
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not directing this to you. I'm just like,
1: Awesome. Much like Erica Sutton and them, bitches. <laughs> your beef is there, not with me.
0: Like, no, I'm just what the hell are doing, hmm?
1: when you see Tata, when I'm through with you, how
0: was how was DLT
1: though? It could have been nice, I don't know. Like, I was excited to go because definitely, uh, yeah, it's the one like Black London event I've not been to. Well, to be fair, anyway um it's the one big black event in London I hadn't been to so um I went um people okay but I think maybe I don't know what what it was if it was that it was the Jamaican independence one or if it was where we were or if it was the people I'm not quite able to like pinpoint what the issue was but the vibes could have been nice um to be honest with you um
0: a bit of a dead one
1: yeah it was it, was it was one I
0: saw not many people
1: went and I think one the, the one I went to
0: because a lot of people I saw were like barbecues and stuff, but I think it was a I
1: don't I like the numbers like I wasn't mad about the numbers. I mean, it was quite interesting the number of people of the a certain demographic that were there. I was like,
0: I'm like Chad Hanks
1: <laughs> I swear I, I swear I saw Chad I' then okay it wasn't him but you know you're like could it be him? <laughs> yeah. could it be I mean his or maybe his cousin once removed but definitely those vibes um even girls there were girls like that there um but like if I was to judge it off that I'd never go again I mean I'm not saying I'll never go maybe another one I'll give it another try maybe in the winter because one thing about this country to learn to turn up in the winter so maybe I'll just go to a winter one and I hope or maybe you know I'll see I'll see why it will be different, and then um sunday Sunday, I just wasn't feeling like even though your ass is like, yeah,
0: yeah, you said you were, oh, oh,
1: I wasn't like i will I will not lie. I mean, I may not have said it to anyone I was going with, but I was like feeling like, mm, so I just skip this one out, like just you know, you know how my mood's been like the whole last week, I was just not me, so um. And I'm like, you know what, I made a commitment, like, even if I didn't go, it's not like I was going to, like, do any revision, I was just going to lie in bed, you know, get out to eat, b- like, barely shower, like, that kind of stuff, so it was just one of those things, I'm like, you know, what? made a commitment, go look cute, Um, and then we went, it was actually okay, Um, I wouldn't go to another event by the people, just, the people, like, I don't know,
0: is that what happened because i thought apparently this was a new venue for this party okay well i saw someone saying new venue uh, new location and people seem to enjoy it so i'm like so what is it that made you feel like me
1: um yeah it was cute but you will not be hearing anything about me i mean from me about them um thank you for that evening um but um then after that um I don't know if you'll keep this. Um, Habiba took us to Shoreditch House, which was nice to see. I had loads of questions about be- becoming a member. Yeah, and then went to Shoreditch House, and then um, I was home just a bit after. Oh! Yeah, they went to shortage house, and then I went home, like, just after midnight, but I was, oh, but then I had work on Monday in the office, so I was hungover, but I was actually, I actually got stuff done. I saw and... the
0: tweet, but at what cost?
1: <laughs> like, guys, I Anis, mean, you should have seen me, the whole, like, every tweet, like, I was so embarrassed, like, I genuinely was so excited. Like I first at some point, I thought someone caught me. Like you know, when like you yawned or sneezed so many times, you actually have to stop doing it. So you have to do it as quietly as possible.
0: Did i getting embarrassing
1: now. <laughs> like it's actually too much. And then there was a meeting when and vid- and like because it was in person, obviously they could see me and the people. Video cameras were. Oh, awesome. when they do
0: like in the boardroom and there's a video camera and the people can see everyone in the boardroom. So people are talking me. <gasps> And I'm not it's doing. First it all like, it's first thing in the morning on a Monday. Like, what kind of wild night did you have? It's just like,
1: what is wrong with this person? Like,
0: when I saw your Insta story, I'm like, gone. What did you go? You said,
1: no, nowhere. My going home right now. Yeah, so. <laughs> the vibes are too immaculate. Well, not immaculate, but they are playing a few Beyonce songs. So,
0: and also when you're just with your friends, like you're having a good time,
1: you even forget what day it is.
0: <laughs> like. I- Gonna have work tomorrow. That's yeah. what happened to me the last I think it was recess. It
1: was on a Sunday.
0: Yeah. There's one time I was darning a drink. I'm like, we have work tomorrow. Eh? Yeah. We have work tomorrow.
1: How's we your know? weekend, Mala?
0: <laughs> My weekend. It was fine. Didn't do anything. I had a really, really horrible week last week. So i just stayed in friday saturday i took myself out on a little solo date i actually had every intention of going shopping like you know when you're like i will actually chop my money let's go life and is I'm short not- like i was in that i'm having a dreadful time retail therapy life is short spend the money now mood
1: because you can't take it to heaven
0: i can't so i'm speaking to ryan and i'm deliberating i'm like ah oh, westfield or central westfield but i'm like oh, i'm gonna read like the oxford street and the Tottenham Port primark and zara so let me go there westfield is it's vast, but it's the closest. Like I'm not going to go all the way to Shepherd's Bush anyway. But I'm like, ah, let me just go into. Stratford. Which Westfield are you talking about? Stratford. It's close to you. Cause I was I wasn't at mine. I was at. Oh, years. okay. Yeah, that's why. Right. <laughs> have it's you like, seen? i have just
1: not been making a connection of where you've been these past two weeks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: been there a while.
1: You were there a while.
0: Yeah. What's funny is I went there not last Thursday, the Thursday before, thinking, oh, I'll go back to mine on Tuesday. You know, when I was there, I was just like, mm, not might as well. My man, my man, my man, my man. Yeah. And to be honest, I have, like, there have been a few times where I've been here, especially in the last, like, I want to say six weeks, where I felt really lonely. So I was like, I might as well just stay actually, and at least not be lonely. I'll obviously eventually have to put on my big girl panties and go home. Because Which I had like, to do. Why so do you like? Want okay, to this, to this is actually not my house, and I actually pay rent. Let me go and enjoy my rent.
1: There was actually a tweet that says my rent is so expensive. So if you guys see me just there in my free time, please
0: understand. I, I pay I, rent. I'm getting my money's worth. I have to. I can't be putting in all this money to this place to not stay here. That does not make sense. So yeah, what I ended up doing is I decided to go to Central. Like Ryan was also like, "Oh, Central is better. Don't go to Westfield." Ah, get to Central. I don't know if it's. Because it's summer and people's kids like obviously on summer holiday, people from other countries are obviously maybe traveling for the summer holidays. Oxford Street and Tottenham Court Road are always full anyway because of the nature of where it's located. So that Primark was empty. That Zara was empty. By the time I considered going down, I said, nope, I'm actually not even going to bother. Going further down to Oxford Street and even going into all these other stores, it was too packed. I got overwhelmed. I was like, let me go. And then literally as I was walking to Tottenham Court Road, I was like, ah, I know there's Vapiano over there. Let me take myself to lunch because I was gonna do that anyway. Like I was like, my plan was to shop, pick up some bits, take myself to have a little meal, and then I'll go home. But because my the first half of the shopping trip was clean and successful, I was like, let me go and just have my Vapiano, and then I'll I'll you know realign myself and I'll go to Westfield. But anyway, I ended up going, taking myself to Vapiano. I had. Like that cocktail was strong. I don't know if you've ever had cocktails with a piano, it shocked me. Funny enough, me who used to be a piano bandit, I've actually never been, I've never had their cocktails. I had a Negroni, and
1: oh, oh, you lost me there. You lost no, me. but I've had
0: Negronis in the past before because I've I... side? no, it had Campari and gin,
1: isn't that like April?
0: I don't know, maybe, maybe that's why it was so nasty, but my gosh. Uh, mm, wasn't it the pasta i chose mm. I <laughs> but um the pasta i chose was really nice i had a crema de fungi with hot chili and beef fillet in it and i've never had that i normally have like a cognac or a gamberetti or the gamberetti spinach
1: i'm a i'm a cognac babe cognac yeah,
0: cognac, cognac is my fight, i'm not gonna hold y'all yeah but yeah i tried this one because i wanted something different um and it banged then I took myself to Westfield, tried to shop. There was nothing there. It was also too full. I was like, "Yeah, I wrap this up. Let's go home." So then I just did my nails and went home. But that was my weekend. but like, that's the what I did. Came home, chilled, and I'm I'm back in my household as you can tell. Boo. <laughs> um. But hi guys, welcome to the Reality Check podcast. This is episode thirty-five, sweeties. Big
1: big big, big three five
0: know the vibes thank you so much for tuning in i am one of your hosts nisu and i'm joined by
1: your ever gracious leo
0: her and we're the arrow let's check pod um before we oh i know that's right before we actually um get started just a quick heads up this will be our season finale um a break whether we wanted to or not is needed unfortunately loads is going on at the moment um and kind of deliberated between whether giving you guys a season finale now or later on but it makes more sense now or else we're gonna end up taking another hiatus in the middle which wouldn't have made sense So we're not too sure when we'll be back for season two, but as always stay tuned and peeled to our social media pages and we'll keep you guys posted as always. In the meantime, be sure to follow our Twitter and Instagram. We'll keep posting and having little chit chats here or there with you guys. So be sure to follow reality check pod on Twitter and Instagram. That is R E A L I T Y C H K P O D. And that is also the hashtag that you should use to stay in touch with us. But Leo, As we're about to get started, what would you like to start with? Dubai, Beverly Hills, or Atlanta?
1: Oddly enough, wait, is this odd? (laughs) Oddly enough, I have the most thoughts about Dubai, I think.
0: That's actually what I have the least on. That's crazy. We'll start with Dubai, and then we'll just take it from there. Okay. So, Dubai, start us off.
1: Okay, I can't be, I mean, I'm not her biggest fan, like, by no means am I Stanbury's biggest fan, but I can't lie, I think I found the little, there's um, this thing they did, I don't know if you noticed it, that little, the newlyweds game they played with um. Stefano, Sergio, Sergio, Sergio <laughs> and Caroline, I thought it was cute, like, I know you were not, you were not feeding the girls, but I, I thought it was cute. No. no.
0: Dos, dos, I don't give a flip about that
1: shit. Oh, you okay. could be happy for the girl for at least the first mom. She's
0: not a good person. me
1: anyway, so. Neither is she I would never accuse her of being good <laughs> um, well, if
0: I'm being honest, yeah, it was kinda cute. It was alright. It was kind of like you'd almost think
1: They're a normal couple. Yeah,
0: you'd almost think they make sense to them.
1: For for a second, you might be like, oh, <laughs> I hear it. Okay. Yeah. Nothing else from me about <laughs> about, <laughs> about the game. Uh-huh. Um, I think this is going to be a common theme in what I feel about these Atlanta and um Dubai. I just don't get this thing where they're trying to involve husbands in a bit more. I'm not a fan and I'd like it to stop now. I mean, I'll discuss it more. It happened more on Atlanta, but I feel Sergio is the husband who's doing it on Dubai. Like, why did they keep bring him around? Why is, he, why is he in confessionals? Why? Like, I just don't get it. I'm not a fan. Like, it's not like anybody. I don't believe there's anybody at home like, hmm, I wonder what it would be like if the husbands were more involved. Nope, I want to see it. It's real housewives.
0: I agree. But I also think that they might actually be someone who clearly wants this because, Especially with Atlanta, by the time I saw that Ross had a confessional, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is clearly a thing. This they, when I said time's up. You're trying to make fetch happen.
1: <laughs> when Ralph, was it? Yeah, Ralph was the first. Yeah, Ralph one. had one as well. He was the first husband. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Later, um, Todd was the, I think Todd was. The
0: but Todd's same. always had one. Like, this is not the first season Todd's had one. And this is not the first time they've shown us Todd's confessional. But Ralph and Ross, I think is the as far as I remember. Well, actually, Ross had when I think at the time they spoke about the baby thing. But still, I, I'm just like, why?
1: I don't want to see it because I watch *Married to Medicine*, where the husbands are involved, but the husbands don't have their. Do they have their own? I think the wives are have a joint family. confessional. Yeah, there. yeah, it's 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 you and your wife sat there. Your wife obviously has her own one, but you and there's one where you guys are there yeah. as a couple. But it's just like. I feel like that's what makes Married to Medicine distinct from Real Housewives. Real Housewives is literally about the it's housewives. It's about
0: housewives at the end of the day. I Whereas,
1: know. why while Married to Medicine is primarily about the women and what they do in their day to day, the the husbands are a lot more involved than in Real Housewives. But I want them to be different. If I want, because if I want, because it's about more the couples. Like they, every vacation they've taken is a couples trip on Married to Medicine. But I don't want that for Real Housewives. Like. I want ghost chips.
0: Yeah, I think it's fine for there to be maybe one joint costume, but at this point, um, especially with Atlanta, we've had two. I think Dubai because it is in its like you know um what do you call it uh what do you call it freshman season whatever you want to call it it's the first season so at least we haven't had that I think we've had a couple of dynasties and a couple of events that had the husbands, um. I don't know why they didn't give us a cast trip for Dubai. I don't know if it's because again it's their first season. Cause I think if I'm not mistaken, in the first couple of seasons, people they there usually isn't a cost trip. But they didn't even get like a staycation of sorts. Um but yeah, they see the producers of the Real Houses of Dubai seem to be a lot more focused on the wires. I think that's why Sergio Sense tends to stick out like a sore thumb when he is around, because it's always like, Ayan's husband is not there, Lisa's husband Rich is not there, this person's significant other is not there. So it seems a lot more in your face, like why is Sergio always there? But I do prefer when the main thing is just about housewives. I think it's nice when you see husbands here or there, but like how Potomac does it, bar Chris and Candace. But um, you see how Ray has a feature here or there, um one like parsley like parsley
1: they do like
0: parsley parsley salt bait out you know it's just a little bit i think that works the bit or that's what i personally would like to see um yeah, i I agree i don't know why they're doing that um as far as i know let's do a a, an episode roundup and then we'll do what i said i wanted to talk about because i really want to get your thoughts on that i sent you the tweet just thread yeah that one um So yeah, in terms of the episode, the fight continued, what are your thoughts about that? So that is Brooks, Sarah, and then Nina and Nayan as the bodyguards, if you want to call it that. Mm, Before we get
1: to that, I think I've figured out Chanel's first fumble, and this was quite far in the season, but I do feel like Chanel's energy when she was talking to Brooks about um, Sarah wasn't the same as when she was talking to Sarah directly like don't address me from the corner like come Go talk to, to me, me direct,
0: direct. yeah because
1: like, there was like oh she's judgy things she thinks she's Jesus but then when you're talking to her it's oh I think you can kind of be preachy it's like
0: ma'am I it's think like, Ayana has
1: to... I mean maybe it's putting your argument well but it does seem a bit flip-floppy
0: Ayan has a big people pleaser complex, and I think I spoke to you about this like a couple of episodes ago. When I was saying, I don't know if it stems from the situation with her dad, because I remember we discussed the situation with, I think it was at Sarah, not Sarah, Nina and her husband's best friends party thing, and it was at that event that Ayan was like, I just want to be friends to Stanbury, like let's try this again, and we're like, we wish she didn't do that. Like you guys can squash it, but you don't have to be friends. Um, and then now she seems to have done it with Sarah because her energy when she spoke to Sarah energy when she spoke to Lisa energy when she spoke to Brooks about Sarah was not this now it's you just want to fight you didn't let her land and I'm so sorry Sarah is not the girl you want to die on I even wrote in my notes that I wonder how Ayan, Nina and co feel watching the season and watch that Sarah literally bold-faced live to all of you like again and again and again and again she said every single thing she said she didn't say um, and I get that I I I can't say you're wrong. I agree that Ayan is coming across flip floppy between people pleasing and flip flopping. I just don't think it's gonna work in her favor. um yeah, she needs she needs to watch she needs to watch her, especially
1: because it's true,
0: yeah like this that's the worst part. <laughs> the fact that the thing is actually true that I mean, I mean Sarah did say those things, so personally, Anders.
1: Yeah, because it's like, especially if it's something that is true It's like, Sarah is preachy We all know that she is preachy, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not something that's up for debate She is preachy Yes, you know what, I will give her that Her message at the end of the day is a positive one And that's what she's trying to do But the way she does it is just so goddamn annoying Like, I I think it's the delivery Just it's just be like me Like, why is it always that you're coming from a higher point. Why can't it just be, well, oh, I because want to see you not that. a
0: genuinely positive person. Like it's a persona. The same way at the end of that fight, she said, keep going, I'll deal with you differently. That's the real her. And when Brooke said, show us the real you, this is exactly what she meant because Sarah is not the first of her kind. We've met the good old, be like me. I'm so peaceful. My chakras are aligned. I'm so Zen. Remember Zen Wen, until Zen Wen lost it
1: how long did Z- <laughs> Zen went lasted about three or four episodes. Episodes, till she switched till she switched and says I on, on Giselle,
0: bro <laughs>
1: on her on her like <laughs> she read her like hooked on fun
0: and I feel like it's just a sign that when you force this whole because it was crazy that even Sarah walked away from that thing she's not on my level I don't need to deal with people with energy it's just like shut up I don't even think it's a point of delivery it's the things she says she is judgmental and i think she's more so upset about how she's looking to everybody else in the group that's why she's so quick to be like i didn't say that this is bs you're lying i really hope that she's watching the season. she's ashamed
1: which is crazy to me because it's like guys don't put me this is what i'm saying don't put me on the wrong person that i don't like brooks like that i don't have to defend the babe
0: you guys know i've been saying brooks balls me from episode one and now i'm here having to defend brooks like come on dog Come on, man! <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's it's not ideal for me, but I have to pull this famous spade. That was absolutely insane from Sarah. I think I hope everyone is as dumbfounded as I expect them to be as they watch the season. That this maybe Lisa not so much because I just feel like everyone is just taking Sarah's word as bond and Nina's word as bond. Even Nina is just like, oh, you said you didn't, okay. And it's like, stop it, like. <laughs> No, and I think Sarah is feeding Use chocolate. your
1: sense. Dude, Use your sense.
0: I'm like, this lady, she's not a great person. She's not our favorite, but she would not be losing shit about something being said about her parenting and her child if the stuff was not said. Like, come on. She's not, she's not crazy. Um. So I think that's really ridiculous from Sarah. Like I was saying to you just now, I don't think it's even the case of her delivery. She's actually just a horrible person. Um. She genuinely shocked me with the way that she was gaslighting, like she said, gaslight girl boss gatekeep, it was insane to me. Um, personally, I used to be like, oh, I said this before. Um, Sarah is gracious from the UAE. They just need to replace her with someone else from UAE. Personally, I could do without her. I um, mean, I feel kind of sorry for Brooks in this case that everyone is just making her seem like her reaction is unwarranted and she's crazy. And even with Ayam saying, you just didn't want to squash it. I get that sometimes someone might be like, Do you know what, you actually weren't ready to receive this apology. However, what Brooks was saying is, when you are apologizing to someone, you don't start off with a bad story, and explanation stating what your intention was. I've expressed to you, I didn't like what you said. It made me feel like this. Just say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry I made you feel like I was questioning or judging your parenthood. That that's it. You don't have to give me any explanation. Then you gotta say, let her land, let her land. No, like I'm sorry to just be, I'm really sorry I said this. Done.
1: And even needing for people to explain what happened. No, babe, you know, you know what happened. You were there. Like, stop acting like I'm putting words in your mouth and I'm making up a situation. My friends were there. You as the kid was going up. You said you should be constant with him. Like, who the fuck are you?
0: And I'm happy that these producers collectively across all these franchises said, this year we have receipts. Each time she, when Brooks would be like, you said I should tuck him in. No, 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 no. They rolled the clip. <laughs> Brooks said, you you said that. I need to be more affectionate. No, I didn't say that. They rolled the clip. Sarah, even those that have lied on camera before have not lied like this.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I get where Chanel was coming from when she said... Um, that it didn't seem like Brooks wanted like them to resolve their thing just then. But I think sometimes you are in a situation where it's like, I'm not ready to hear an apology. I want an at least before we get to an apology, I want an acknowledgement of what the person did to me. After that, then maybe we can get to apology. But um, Brooks wasn't even getting that from the babe. She was getting, you see, the real me or whatever it was that the babe was saying, very threatening. And it's like, that's not someone who's remorseful. They're just sorry they got caught. Um, yeah, so. After that, there was this weird scene. I don't know if it was in this order, but I'm just in the order of my notes. There was this weird scene, the one with Brooks' ex, where he was apologizing for how badly he used to treat her. And if we'd seen him before or something, I think it would have made more sense. But it's just like, girl, why are you getting this apology A now? Now that you're on a reality TV show. And I mean, obviously, when they started, they were talking about their kid and him potentially going to... um boarding school and had, no, having not having friends blah, blah 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 but I was just like this conversation feels a bit like I don't know it feels contrived it feels like you guys are just doing this because this camera is there like why are you now um I don't know it just felt too personal like there's things that sometimes I feel like are too personal to be shown on um real housewives and obviously I don't know what he's apologizing for if he was physically doing stuff to her like well if he was cheating on her I don't know what he was what he's apologizing for but I feel like obviously there's something about treating me badly and to, treating someone badly can be a multitude of things but just to go back to my point that I just think some things are too personal for reality tv such as that scene such as um there was a scene last season where Drew I think they were talking about the kid um meeting yeah the, the meeting the dad her first kid meeting the dad after like years and years it's like god this is a bit, it's a, bit it's a bit like i sh- I feel like I'm witnessing a conversation I shouldn't be mm-hmm. um so I don't know that's how I felt about that. I didn't understand why I was there.
0: I think we spoke about this the last year at some point maybe earlier this year, and I can't even remember what sure it would have been, but we did speak about how it's unfortunate that you, these are people's real life situations that you're watching on camera, and obviously part of the contract is probably that. You don't always get to dictate, you know, what scenes are kept when filming happens. To a certain extent, it, it's work, not even to a certain extent, you are at work. So your boss is gonna tell you, you are having this meeting today. Um. So it's just, it is very unfortunate. I do understand and agree the fact that, you know, some things are very personal. The work situation with her ex, it was quite, I want to say peculiar to me, because in the last episode when her mom was visiting, she did, and in the past, she has alluded to um, cheating and I think physical abuse. Um, but like you said, being treated badly could be a multi- multitude of things. Um, and I've seen tweets as well, but I think, I think especially seeing the fact that last week when she was speaking to her mom, um, well not last week, like last episode, when she was speaking to her mom she even broke down when she was explaining like oh you obviously know what i was going through her mom's are still but like she was brave for calling her and the fact that she still cries just brings me to question why does she think it's wise for this person to go into business with her or to go into business with him i get it he's moneyed up i get it he's rich but I don't know, and it's not that I want to judge her because I truly don't know their situation. I don't know what she went through, but I I would like to understand what the thought process behind going to someone who treated you so badly to the point where years after the divorce you're still triggered by talking about it to the point of tears. Why you would then potentially go into business with them as an investor? Number one, number two. That being said, like you said, this scene. It, we then have to question is it real is it being put on tv i mean are we seeing this now that you know you're on a reality show and this camera's following you are you giving us this apology scene or was this orchestrated so that when you do go into business with them everyone can say oh but at least he apologized do you know what i mean like i don't know if, it's, if you're trying to give or she was trying to make sure she has a leg to stand on so that she can say we're in a good place we're civil we're co-parenting happily he apologized for all the wrong things he did so as such because we get along and blah blah blah, blah and he's a good businessman we're gonna go into business together I don't know but I, it just seems like like I said ultimately it was peculiar um, it's none of my business He doesn't have to answer to me but I wish I understood the logic behind all of this
1: yeah I just don't get the dynamic between them even just looking at him I'm like he must be very wealthy I'll just Put it that way. He must be very wealthy because I just didn't seem to have very much chemistry. I mean, obviously, when you're once your exes, the chemistry is probably goddamn dried, but I just was not seeing any sort of tension or anything between them. Um yeah, the scene was just weird. I I don't think it needed to be included. We could have gone without it, honestly. Um but yeah. Over to you. Um, the next scene I think was the one. I don't know if you had any thoughts on when they went to the souk, the gold souk. Um, Ayan, um, Ayan, Nina, and I Sarah mean. go to the. Actually, but that's then it comes up to the confrontation. But yeah, Do you to? I had no
0: thoughts about
1: it. It was just a bit, and, yeah. It was weird. Not weird. It was I mean? It was nice to see what you can get up to in Dubai, but I think.
0: Yeah, that's probably the only nice thing about seeing that they still are going to, at the end of the day, to show us Dubai. Like, it's not just the high rise. Like, they're showing us the different aspects of Dubai. Like, if you've never been to the UAE or heard about the things that they have in Dubai and whatever, they are showing us that. Other than that, could have done without it. I'm not going to hold you. Um. How did you. Oh, yeah, that's it. To be honest, that's what I said. I had the least about least thoughts about this episode. Um, Even when they went dancing, even the, the whole dance, like Lisa's but event. Sarah's,
1: Sarah's wig. You
0: didn't... I wrote that down. I said, Sarah's wig.
1: Mean, I had a few questions. I don't
0: know what in the black appro- cultural appropriation that was. But everyone, I don't know, excuse me. Everyone else, Karen Stan, I mean, Caroline Stanbury, Nina, everyone just has a normal wig. What made you think this Afro wig is the move?
1: And then to to put the the cherry on top, then Lisa actually talks about cultural appropriation. It's like, and she's like, no, there's no such thing. I'm like, girl, please. You're a very beautiful woman, but it's a good thing they don't pay you to think.
0: Good thing they don't pay her for thinking. That's all girl, I'm saying. Please, please.
1: Even, I think her father-in-law came with like a dreadlock thing.
0: Oh.
1: But you see what happens when you don't have very many other black people around you. certain things you think are okay
0: you think they're fine and i think you you can't well not confuse you're ignorant based off the fact that you feel like it's not the intention to be racist or problematic so it it can't be racist or problematic they're just wearing a dreadlock wig like what's wrong with that um the whole time it's like sweetie no you need to let them know that this is not okay um but that being said um one of our favorite Reality, I guess, commentators like you reality commentators, Dre. Um,
1: he's your, he's one of your favorites.
0: The pod account follows him,
1: yeah, but that's because he talks about things and he brings certain tweets. I wouldn't say he's one of my favorites. He's
0: one of your favorites. The other guy, um, guys,
1: the, the, the third, the handles, yeah, being that one. I like, I always replied, haven't you noticed that? I'm always talking to him,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Yeah. 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 I have because this one time I saw it was an actual back and forth on the podcast, and I was like, mm, "Okay, <laughs> cool." But um,
1: you're like, y'all can do this on your own time. <laughs> your own <account>. <laughs> like... <laughs> and it's, it's not like we exchange your personal TV. We generally <laughs> are talking about reality TV, so it's like, yeah, I saw.
0: Yeah, I did. Um. Okay. Let me scratch that. Uh popular reality TV commentator Dre made a thread um, they usually do these threads basically just rating the season rating the housewives and the friends um, of the housewives and the cast and stuff and this time they've done their Dubai rating, obviously this comes at a point where we have only this week's episode and that will be the season finale and after that we have the reunion, so it's more or less like it's okay, you're not going to worry about oh maybe I need to wait for the season to end because it's basically over Um, so they generally gave Dubai a C plus, and the first tweet was, you know, Real Housewives of Dubai Girlies, the show is enjoyable, and I love the culture. Humor, fashion, and free personalities, but something is off, and I finally know why. The cast is too reactionary with each other, and things that shouldn't escalate, escalate. I get it now. But um, they generally gave Dubai a rating of a C plus, C+, and first things first, I want to ask you, do you agree with that rating, and what are your thoughts on what they said in general about the show?
1: Uh okay, first the rating. Yeah, I think a C plus is fair, if my understanding of the rating. So within a group, within a letter, it's A plus and A and an A minus, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So what was it? But I plus? understand
0: when you get to C. Oh, but I think all of them are like that, because then it's A plus A, A minus B plus B, B minus C plus C, C minus. But I think after that, it's just like D F whatever. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. Um. yeah C plus I'm happy with the C plus um, it's not something I'd ever go back and rewatch. Um. it's not like memorable that I'm like ooh like those girls got down no but it's something I'd watch another season of uh, definitely Um. I think their drama was kind of petty but not in the way I know I said this about Miami that like mm-hmm. Miami was petty in a fun way but the cast doesn't seem like a group in as much as Miami does. And I don't know why, like why the why beats me, but I know for sure I was gonna like I even went back to watch more uh, Miami. And obviously Dubai doesn't have um that added advantage like where you can go back and see more or you can find out, you know, about the group. Cause I mean Caroline's the only one who came from Ladies of London in any case. Um so if I went back it would just be to watch ladies of London and I'm not gonna do that. Um yes I'm happy with that rating. Um and I do think Oh, but you never watched Real House of Salt Lake City. Much like Real House of Salt Lake City, I don't think these people are actually friends or would otherwise hang out. Obviously, Lisa and Chanel, I think there's something there. But um, I think for the most part, the cast as a whole, I do not think um Nina would hang out with a lot of these girls. Maybe she'd hang out with Stanbury. I don't think she likes like I think maybe she likes, she tolerates Sarah, or Sarah's just someone she sees on. Who gets her on the cast? But I don't think they're friends like that. So he, I see
0: it's
1: Nina. Nina and yeah, Nina just does. I don't see as having friends. Um, maybe Nina and Stanbury could be friends. Um, Sarah's just the odd one out, which she was from the beginning. To be fair, but I do think um they aren't friends. So that's why when something happens on the show, they go on social media. This bitch talked about. Want to talk about? Let's talk about the time you got arrested. And it's like. If you were a friend group, even even Atlanta, even Beverly Hills, which you're watching now, all these other shows, even when the beef got bad, it wasn't like that. Like it was only like that with people who genuinely weren't friends, like Sheree and Drew going back and forth on social media. You know, these housewives they love and unfollow, and then oh, Erica's no longer following Gasa. Like that's how you do it. If I think you were part of like a genuine ish friend group, so I think they aren't friends and what was the third question i think i've answered rating and why they're so reactionary
0: yeah no that was it i think they were just saying that they 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 think that um something is off and the thing that is off is the fact that they're so reactionary so i was asking about the general rating and then while they did go into the actual housewife ratings like each wife um lisa was given a c um, they had said that um, she's absolutely gorgeous. They love how confident she is and she has a cute family, but she's the only one that doesn't open up. We watched the whole season and we don't know her as a person. She's coasting on pretty and needs to share and mix with the group more, which when I actually read that, I kind of agreed. I feel like it's a good old tale with Lisa. We have the same thing with um, Lisa from Miami um, where it's like, we love them so much gorgeous babes, cute families, adorable life and everything, but it's like, open up more. I think last season, but by the time Lisa opened up, we were like an episode or two, not even, was that the reunion? I would want to say, or maybe a couple of episodes before the season finale, um, when we could kind of see the cracks between her and her husband. So at least she got there in the end, but with this Lisa um, from Dubai, we actually haven't seen anything. We don't know the story of, we don't know if, she and Rich have ever had any problems. And that's not to say every marriage has problems, has problems, by the way. But I mean, we don't know nothing beyond we're married. We met in school or whatever, or in your College, and we've been together ever since. Like, there needs to be a little bit more, I would say. Um.
1: But what could they do more? Of?
0: Even just anything about her family relationship. Like, we don't know if she has sisters. We don't know how she gets on with her parents. We don't know the the, the, the relationship with her in-laws. Like, um, in... There just needs to be more and if there actually isn't more something can be said about maybe her becoming a friend because she can't continue to be a housewife with just this i think that's basically the essence of what's being said nina was given a scene and for being a beautiful and sweet spirit very much mediated but messy and they want her to lean into that more which i agree with i feel like nina has this messy side but then once she's actually faced with confrontation, it's like, I can't do this, I can't do this, I'm, I'm not doing this with you. And then she'll walk away. But then when she's outside with Sarah, she's saying, I know, I mean, she just shut up. She didn't set the desert party. But you won't actually say that to, to Brooks's face, You just came back and said, oh my gosh, you guys were talking about this. Oh, I can't, I can't. But you won't have to say vim to her face. And I think this is probably what's being implied that lean in, if you're gonna be messy, be messy. But stand ten toes down in it. And don't back off so easily with, oh, I can't do this. or well, then break into tears because life is so overwhelming. It's the start the third. It's simply just not going to cut it. Um, someone said, oh, no, the same person, Dre, said that Sarah is lucky that they kept watching the season because um, it's only until the last two to three episodes that she decided to wake up. Um, I think that it would have been a bit boring. She's Seeing the passion, the aggression, and the attitude, and they think it's everything. But she needs to ditch all that preaching and kumbaya shit and mind her business. Which I agree. If Sarah actually just minded her business and wasn't so judgy, or even if she was judgy, but then didn't do the kumbaya shit. You know what I mean? There's some people that are in people's business and they judge everyone and they haven't opinion, everything, but they'll send down. And I mean, I did. You know, rather than she what? doesn't
1: have a she doesn't have a storyline of her own. So yeah. if she just was not doing that I'm not saying I was in the when I first thought about this sentence, I was like oh maybe she could have been a villain I didn't even think she could have been in a villain or she just could have been a bit messy like like Giselle kind of messy I don't think Giselle is like a villain but she's like messy like she could have been like a Giselle where it's like it's not vindictive it's kind of fun but because she's doing the preachiness it's like girl where are you where are you even where are you even talking to me from
0: like where do you lie at this point um and then both Caroline's got B. Stanbury got a minus. Brooks got a plus. Ayan just got a B. Um, Stanbury's rating was based off the fact that...
1: Hold on. Are you saying Brooks got higher than Ayan? Yeah.
0: Which I don't like Brooks, but I get it. Because, oh, okay, no. It I
1: means... What the tweet is saying is that Brooks made for better TV. That's my takeaway from what they Yeah,
0: said. that's what they said. Because it's a no. season. listen to why why they said this nothing would happen this season if she wasn't messy the first night when nina hosted that dinner she was messy and obviously there was ayan versus stanbury then there was lisa versus stanbury at nina and her husband's friends thing then there was sarah versus brooks most of the main storylines and the biggest fights actually happened off of the back of brooks everyone is playing it a little bit safe obviously it's the first season but if you take away these situations that Brooks orchestrated, we actually would have had nothing to talk about this season. Nothing. So I don't mm-hmm. like Brooks, but I'm like without Brooks, we actually would have had air.
1: It means she she enjoys she enjoys giving us a a season.
0: Yeah. Um then they said she needs to get better wigs and stop all the cussing on Twitter and just chill out and little. Honestly, that
1: wig was horrendous. Wild. <laughs> like it was actually almost criminal.
0: Wild behavior. It looked like it was
1: chopped with a knife. <laughs>
0: That that messy bob. Amayan um, gotta be, they said she's a star, period. But, um hilarious dropped a gorgeous lighthearted housewife, but they wish that they would see more of her home life and just see her be a little bit more vulnerable. I don't agree with the vulnerability because I feel like in Ayan has actually given us enough vulnerability for one season. She spoke about the situation with the child marriage, spoke about the situation with the dad. Like I don't know what more you guys want from her in terms of being vulnerable. Um, so even the comment about her not being as open and holds back, I felt a little bit like, do don't agree. I think the only thing that took a down in my books is the flip-floppy stuff, but we spoke about that already. Then to my surprise, the fact that Caroline Stanbury got a B minus. Apparently she's hilarious. They love the sarcasm and they love how unserious she is. Um she's blunt, quick witted, and very cheeky, in a very cheeky but cute manner. But they need her to mix in with the group more. I think the reason why I would give Kylan far less is she doesn't even bother, like she doesn't actually make an attempt to mix with the group, and I think this goes back to like what you're saying that it's very clear with this, with this cast that they're not actually friends, but I don't think they, it's almost like that thing with Lagos where you're like people aren't actually hiding the fact that they're not mates. Um, and when it comes a little bit too and a little bit too obvious it doesn't make for good TV like you have Brooks who's cussing people out and taking it to hell on social media then you have Samber who just actually doesn't care she's just like Man. cool
1: <laughs> it begs the question why is she there
0: literally why is she there even that episode where they went skiing when Phaedra was there I was like if you went skiing you did not want to wear the uniform you did not want to ski why did you go it's very odd to me I don't know if it's just for the sake of being on a reality TV show, to check some good or like the older 50 year old influencer. I don't know. But we're gonna need a bit of an explanation um, on, and for her to step it up as well next season or else, we're not gonna have much to to talk about. Um, but I I, I I don't disagree with anything else. I think Stanbury is, is the main person I disagree with and the comment about Ayan not being vulnerable enough. I
1: don't know if you had anything else to say to that. The thought about what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought, yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, Ayan was more than vulnerable enough. I think she needs to be a bit, not messy, but she needs to be a bit more involved. I mean, obviously I saw the preview for next week's episode and clearly she does get a little bit more involved. So that's not a question. Um, Even Caroline does, but it just feels like everybody's turning up as the number of episodes, you know, as we get closer to the reunion, which I don't like. Not that I want it to be drama, drama, drama from episode one, but I don't want it to feel like you guys were told, "Ah, guys, where's the drama?" And then yeah. that's when you guys started showing up and showing out and moving mad. Yeah, well, those are my
0: final thoughts for Dubai, and I guess we'll wait to see what the season finale has in store for us. Um. How about we go to Atlanta next? Um, We finally get to see the first, I guess, I guess day of the Jamaica trip. Um, Yeah, all of this was about day one of Jamaica. They finally set off to Jamaica. Um, Okay, I think we started off with obviously the scene of Ralph and Drew's conversation about Ralph adopting Jojo and him saying that obviously after he spoke to Jojo's dad he doesn't think he feels comfortable doing it um yeah I think that's mostly what we saw oh we saw that and the whole book situation with the publisher so tell me what your thoughts were on that before I share my thoughts okay let me oh, I'll start good, good. So yeah, we started with that. And I think my initial thoughts about Ralph, it's not often that I want to back Ralph. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, is it about the adoption thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. Like, yeah that's the only thing I thought thoughts about.
0: Yeah, I'm like, it's not often that I back Ralph, but I get that Josiah's dad hasn't been super active, but clearly within season 14 and now, or season 13 and now, um, we've seen that there seems to be some sort of an attempt for him to make that connection naturally because he's dead he ooh, naturally because jojo's dad is still alive and isn't like a deadbeat ralph is going to speak to him and let him know that this is something that's on the horizon these are the cards that are on the table
1: and even that's doing a lot because and it's, i don't know if you ever had anyone in like back home happen that happened to if someone's a deadbeat it's like we do not have any, well, yeah. We
0: just don't even acknowledge you, we don't have to speak to you, but that even doesn't seem to be the case. So, even the fact that we had the conversation, and clearly, those guys feels that like he's uncomfortable. I think I can't speak for Drew and her family, maybe it's more so that she feels away based off of like his lack of presence in previous years which is valid she might feel like mm, he's come back it's for a short stint or it's not long term but if ralph obviously sees this person and he's spoken to this person and this person has said ah i that would make me feel away. way i don't know if i can blame ralph for saying i think i'm gonna hold off on that because i think if ralph obviously we don't know what happens in the house So if Ralph doesn't treat Jojo significantly different to the other kids or just different from the other kids, I can't sit here and say, that's wrong. Because if he's still treating them the same, ultimately this adoption is just changing the name on paper. If he's still, the decision making isn't affected, if the day-to-day life of Josiah isn't affected and isn't going to be um, threatened by this decision not being continued, then I don't know if, if I say he's wrong because judging by what Drew is saying to us she's, she hasn't come and said oh this affects like other decisions or other plans he made it makes life longer for Josiah and like she hasn't said any of that it seems like it's just the principle of making Josiah feel better but I feel like if Josiah's dad is actually present in his life as far as he's concerned he knows that I have two dads that's it so this adoption it, it would be different if like his, deadbeat, his dad, sorry, was a deadbeat, he's not involved, and then it's like, this is your dad, and then they want to officialize it, so that when he grows up, it's like, okay, me and my younger siblings have the same journey.
1: I think, for me, I do see the other point, the other team's side, because it's like, and it's, if, but this also depends on him being a deadbeat, if you ask someone, can I adopt your kid, Who's going to say, like, it's very, like, it's not everyone who's gonna be like, oh yeah, sure, get, go ahead, do whatever you want with the kid. Like, it's very few people who just willingly just agree. Like, most guys, especially men, let's just put it away, it's a situation where it's you're talking to a man, it's, I'm going to adopt your kid. Most men wouldn't agree, do you know what I mean? So, it's not surprising that he said he had a bit of opposition to it. But also, I do see it, like, if, if changing him from the stepdad to the legal dad doesn't change anything, then why should you even bother? It's just going to be like, you guys wasted my time putting me in front of the judge or whatever to do that. When you could have just left me the way I am because it's not like Ralph treats him any better. I don't know if Ralph treats him any better, but I think, and this will come in when it comes to Candy and uh, Marlo's argument later, that to me, it's more important that Ralph treats, the way Ralph treats Treat him. Treats
0: him, is the same.
1: Josiah, yeah. is the same. Or even, I'd even be happy if he goes above and beyond because I know like, um, miss tina and um beyonce's dad have always said that the titan's still in solange that she's also important she's also special blah 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 blah, blah. We, like so the decision grow up with resentment for beyonce so i do think if ralph has to go above and beyond for josiah i think he should to show because obviously he loves anaya Anaya, anaya i think her name is
0: something
1: he loves her that's his princess but he's gonna need to do a lot to show Josiah that I'm not gonna treat you any different just because you have another dad. So I think that's really not that important. I didn't see why Drew was upset by it. Like and I like, you know, I, I like the girl, you know, you know how I feel about Miss Miss Drewisha. I like the I like her to see you
0: know, I think that's why I think well that's why I said I think maybe it has to do more so with the feelings. Hmm I don't think she has the most positive feelings about Josiah's dad given his lack of presence, and obviously him being away and stuff. So I think ultimately we'll just rub her the wrong way. And she might feel like you said, obviously, he's not gonna say yes. Um, I don't know if I if I agree with Ralph treating Josiah better or like going above and beyond. I think probably treating them the same is probably the best bet. And I can only say this because I know of a situation back home of um someone who's they had a dad again and their mom and their parents got divorced and then later their mom remarried a different man and that man didn't legally adopt him but raised him as his own um and you know everything was fine now this issue was more so to do with maybe the mom I would say but the dad I, as a person stepdad I'm always treated all the kids the same like you're my son this is my son this is my son this is my son like Everyone gets treated the same. I don't treat anyone every any differently or the same. The mom, however, is the one that would try to go above and beyond to make the oldest feel special. Make the oldest feel special um, by saying, um, or not by saying, but just kind of doing things that doesn't make them feel like, oh yeah, this isn't your real dad, but like don't feel different basically from your other kids. So they'll go about she'll go above and beyond to make him feel more special or to maybe soften the blow of the fact that. Their dad is not around anymore. This person's dad didn't pass away anything. They just moved countries and just never look back. They'll try and keep in contact every now and again when they could be bothered, but generally, didn't really do anything. And what actually ended up happening is that the other kids that obviously have their dad, they're the ones who actually grew up with a little bit of resentment for the older one because the older one would get special treatment from the mom to basically compensate for the lack of biological father in your life. Does that make sense? So in this case with Ralph and Jojo and the other kids, the other kids, why I was saying, I don't know if I agree with um Ralph then going above and beyond for Josiah is that these other kids potentially could end up in a situation where they are now slightly resentful because these kids in the situation I just explained, some of them would literally be there like, well, it's not my fault that you don't have a dad. So why do I have to suffer the consequences that this person doesn't have their biological dad in their life?
1: But my point was because now, well, last season, I'm basing me saying this off of last season where it seemed like he wasn't he wasn't getting close to Josiah. It was just, oh hey kids, Josiah. Like it seemed like Josiah could use a little bit of above and beyond. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm basing it off what I've, what I've seen on TV. Like not you know,
0: yeah. not
1: in a general situation. In a general situation, I would say to everybody equal. But if it's a situation where I to me it looks like one is being treated significantly. But don't missed. you
0: think that's just a dad and a daughter thing? Because I've seen many situations where like somebody will have like both parents, son and daughter but the dad's a little bit more hands on and with the daughters. Like the way I interpret it wasn't even because he's doing that because he's like oh that's Josiah. <laughs> I just feel like he was like with the little one in the house but nonetheless I get what you mean. I hope ultimately that Josiah isn't being treated less or differently from his siblings. That would be very sad. Um, going
1: But, of- but you'd never know If it was because Josiah's a boy Or if it's because he's um Not his son, you know what I mean
0: Yeah, but even like with the Kuchiguchi stuff I didn't even feel like, oh, he's treating Josiah Different, like in my head, that's generally Not the thought that crossed my mind, but maybe It's because I'm not as sensitive to pick certain things like that up because I didn't grow up with that being my situation. Like I feel like something I would have to explicitly see something that I'm like, ah, this person's being treated significantly different from the other children in the house. But ultimately, like um, I just hope that it's not going to affect Josiah growing up. I hope that he's been treated fairly and the same as his siblings. Or in certain cases, maybe if it's needed, he is being given a little bit more attention given the circumstances. Um. I will say, going on to the publishing situation, I mean, that's the thing about deciding with Ralph for two seconds. He can never be right for too long. Because I don't understand how you don't want Drew to read the book, you don't want Drew to know what's in the book, but you want Drew to write a forward for a book she hasn't read. She can't write a forward and co-sign a book she doesn't know what's in it, number one, number two. The entire basis of your book is because of your experience with Drew's actual child. Why, why, Why would you not want her to know that's in the book? Like, does that make sense to you? And in my head, I really feel like it's because he knows that there's something in there that's off. Maybe it's because I'm I'm judging Ralph now because Ralph is Ralph. But I just think it makes no sense for you to write a book based off your experience, co-parenting or being a step-parent and that child that you're writing or that inspired your book, you don't want to show that child's mother what's in the book about you guys' family experience. How... Huh?
1: yeah you're right i mean where i disagreed continued my disagreement with drew i think she wanted to conflate oh how can you want to talk about that book but then not adopt josiah it's like no those two things very separate okay you want to write the book about step parenting josiah but you don't want to adopt him and it's like oh
0: no, no but that's actually
1: the case that... yeah <laughs> um whereas the one with reading the book i mean Maybe, I don't know, maybe it could be a thing that, you know, knowing you're doing something as a creative, oh, I'm not describe to describe rough as a creative, <laughs> <laughs> where maybe you're working on something, you want to show the person the last, like the last draft, you don't want them, you yeah. still have notes, like, because think about girlfriends when Maya was writing her book, like, there's some people who are just like, mm, I don't want you reading it until I'm sure about what I'm, what it is I'm actually saying, so I mean, I wasn't totally anti-Ralph with that. I mean, it's a bit weird, but I did like that he asked her to write the foreword, because, like...
0: But, you know, while she's writing the foreword, he doesn't even want to show the book before she writes the foreword. That's why Drew said, I can't write a foreword for a book I haven't read. (laughs) So this isn't even... Oh, final... You know when you're like, final version two. Final, final, final. Final version two, final. (laughs) Like... It's not even about him showing her the last final draft before it's published. He doesn't even want to do that. So I I do personally in that situation agree with you saying, I can't write a forward for a book I haven't read because what if you wrote absolute madness and this is supposed to be about our family, but I don't co sign it. And then people are going to see that I wrote the forward. Now if you wrote some foolery, they think I'm, I'm in on that foolery. Oh, ain't no way, girl. In a way, but then we skedaddled on to Jamaica. Um, I didn't even know Moneta was remarried. Um, to a spicy white, but um, Moneta came with her husband Kenya's friend Shy got COVID. Um,
1: no, Shy is her cousin.
0: Oh, Shy, her cousin got COVID. Uh, Marner a Hello Florist friend cousin.
1: Same lady that's always on people about their men.
0: that, I, that one. And that then same I right. think those were the only oh Sheree brought her cousin, no, her friend Michelle, who apparently is a blogger. So I'm like, when people's mess start coming out, you know where to look because
1: huh? I know she was getting to bring Fatou <laughs> She probably from Blue
0: Ridge I, and that drew back situation, Fatou would have been there. So, and I mean,
1: she would have loved cuz knew Roth would have been there. So it's like, get 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 him again.
0: Get him again.
1: Get him for uh, me. Are you
0: Michelle? You today, <laughs> um, I wrote in my notes that I feel like Kenya this year, is so fun. Like, I don't think we've seen Kenya this not uptight ever. Maybe when what she, she season, came,
1: when
0: you she's are in season Twitter. five, maybe when she's in twirl season five, which one is season five? That's when she first came, right?
1: First season, yeah, that's. What uh, but even before. then, she started by the end when she started when she decided to hate, when she started
0: beefing Porsche it was boring.
1: <laughs> but before like when they were in Anguilla Ah oh, but Anguilla's where she's Hey is.
0: her and Apollo. Messi But yeah, I feel like she's so fun this season. She looks super hot. And John, he's a little London ass. I was guys, just like, guys, come on.
1: There's no way we can't find out who John is. Guys, London is so like a John that was in Jamaica, I don't know where He's when,
0: a light skin and he's thirty seven.
1: And he's now on Rehouse that's somebody, brother. Somebody, brother. Somebody, some- somebody. Cousin, <laughs> that's somebody. That's somebody we know. We can find you, John. We will find you. You know, with
0: London, you're always like three degrees away from someone. Like it's like a friend of a friend's cousin or a friend's cu- friend's cousin, something like that. Don't worry.
1: Let me you even see, let me even search. I'm sure I'm going to search John R-H- R-H-O-A, and I'll find.
0: You find something, child. But um, it really does to me that he bought her a Red Bull. I was like, what, what London man behavior? How stingy of you? Not even a flower.
1: <laughs> okay, London. but to be fair, if you are a tourist, like think about it as a tourist, it can be sometimes hard to get certain things, like to get things you normally get, especially because we don't know how far the resort is from civilization you know what i mean like surely
0: you go to the front desk you know concierge at, at the hotel always knows something someone something and then sounds. it
1: was a hundred pounds and he's like oh, i'll just get a red bull from the from the, from the, <laughs> the, the I said.
0: it was just giving me stingy i was like sweetie a red bull
1: 37 and you giving a lady a red bull please. you know better than that
0: um marlo commenting on of course she had to ask him like marlo Ain't nobody coming your way, sweetie. I just wish you would stop speaking on Kenya. This person, she can't keep a man, cause quite frankly, ain't no one but by your side but the florist. It's That's not, not even pe- No, like it's it's not cute at this point. Like someone tweeted she's the personification of a hater, and it's it's wild because it's accurate. But um, she was boring. Um, so was Sonya a little bit. Like the little I don't know. Sanya, some of the things what
1: she is Sanya's do the obsession with who is dicking Kenya down? Like, why? Why are you bothered?
0: Especially for the way she carries bones. Everyone and their mom would know by the end of the evening if she needs that information. So, shh, not too much. Face your front, I beg. Uh, uh, uh. Um, sorry, one second. But yeah, we see everybody sending into the situation that everybody gets the keys go to their room and then it's the dinner this dinner <laughs> you saw the tweet i sent you earlier on today <laughs> that said sonya is annoying but you know what she hosted one of the best roha dinner scenes in years the way everyone were going left to right like they're watching a tennis match Manera's husband was having a whole key turning Candy double dutching on Marlo's edges. Even John, oh Kenya! At some point, he literally was like, <sighs> like everything was so explosive at that time, dinner table.
1: And you know what? I'm not, I'm not a uh, a uh, uh, a fan of like like stuff like that that can get kind of dark quite quickly. But uh, I'm been so tired of Mala. I'm like, get her again, Candy. And can you imagine? I'm it's saying, get her again.
0: I'm like, Todd, guys, usually I'm like, oh, guys, like, usually,
1: I'm like, why is he this again? Get her for me, Todd. Get
0: her. And, and the thing
1: is, because Todd was in production, I'm just going to lean towards him being right because why would Todd lie? Like.
0: Also, oh, Marlo. Marlo.
1: Marlo. I mean, Marlo did not have a friend. When she came on, Marlo was brought on by um, Pedro. Phaedra. Phaedra to piss off Nini, only to become friends with Nini. So it's just like, you mean you weren't
0: friends with Phaedra. Phaedra?
1: You just needed an in, and Nini liked you because you were a fashion girl, and Nini was starting to blow. So she had a little bit more money. She was single now. Um, her divorce with Greg was about to happen. Like, so she obviously had space in Marlo, in in her life for Marlo So I I think for her to for it to then turn out that she actually wasn't meant to join, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh. I I felt no I was felt no what's it sympathy for her. Um, she deserved it because she'll come at you, and even the way she came after Candy was really unnecessary. And I don't think Candy said anything out the out of the realm of acceptance. It is wrong that Marlo gave her kids up <laughs> to someone who has four kids already. Like that is crazy, and for thirty days. I mean, now wanted to make it a tit for tat situation with Candy's nephew. It's like not everybody's situation is the same. And you can't compare the bitch you're comparing yourself to kept the kid until the kid was Until very- he
0: was an adult. And he so, worked even for the thingy. And after that he moved and got his own place because it was actually time to move out. Other than that, Melvin no was staying there the entire time. Number one, so number two, like Candy easy. said, Yeah, like why are you going in so hard for someone who gave away your kids? Why are you talking about how I was a the kid? I know what this is like which in itself is so wild because tracy and i were actually discussing this today i don't know why Marlo wants to compare herself or compare her situation with josiah who has both parents in his life and then an extra dad this is unfortunately not the same as being a child in foster care and they've left you for dead or they're letting you go from foster, foster care foster home to foster home You cannot compare the two and say, well, I was a foster kid and I know what it feels like when they tell you that they're gonna adopt you, then they don't. Yeah, fine, maybe Ralph isn't adopting now, but he still lives with Ralph. Ralph is still taking care of him. He's, girl, (laughs) girl, girl, relax. Now for someone going so hard, funny how when you felt overwhelmed like you needed a break, you gave your kids to your sister who has four kids, four toddlers in a two bedroom apartment.
1: And even then, there's no way she's living in a bigger lap of luxury than Marlo. So it's like, if anything, Marlo should have said, "You guys come here, and I'll move for you guys." Like, like it's just crazy how Marlo's head works. You can see she genuinely thought she'd get a good edit, only for the edit to surprise her that nothing is being edited in her favor, even her favor, because she's actually the villain. Yeah. Going so far as to say kids are off limits. You were talking about Brooke. I mean, even if we don't take into account that. Because Nick Candy said a lot of the stuff she said about Brooklyn in Blue Ridge was edited out. There was those um those little clips where it was like she was questioning if Kenya was yeah. pregnant, um that kind of stuff. It's still like you still you have spoken on other people's children, so don't
0: don't do that. And that's the thing about Molo. Marlo was saying Kenya suffers from can't take whatever, whatever. That's Marlo. Marlo will literally sit there and say when you said this about me, it hurt me so much, it cut me deep. And yet with her, she feels like it's a free-for-all to say whatever the heck she wants. I don't know how Marlo can sit there and say she's friends with Candy and says all the things that she said about Candy, even though they didn't land and have no weight. The fact that those words even come out of your mouth of, oh, you're only known in Atlanta. You're saying all these things about Todd. Let's not do this. We're calling her all sorts of things. And then tomorrow you're going to say, it's my friend. Even a couple of episodes when you're upset that you feel like Candy's not being a good friend, all sorts of things just like this is why Marla can't keep a friend consistently. She constantly falls out with people and then has to make up with them after because at some point when she feels triggered or irritated, she's taking it to hell unnecessarily. And then she goes so far to say things that if the if you actually like somebody, you wouldn't say those things. Or if you do and you generally do love these people like you said like Kenya said in Blue if that is your definition of love, your love is toxic and you are a toxic person. Because to at the end of the conversation, she said that she sat there, and said, "Todd, you know I love you."
1: No. And Todd said, "The is up, sweetie. <laughs> I can drug now." I'm literally reading that. I'm going through the real House and hashtag. I literally just saw that too.
0: Todd said, "The NDA up, sweetie. Time's even up." When, even when Candy said,
1: "Get a husband," and you can tell me what to do with one.
0: Bloop bloop bloop. Because she always wants to say something
1: about somebody else's situation. You have yes, this it, with your
0: husband. You and uh, this. You can't your mother. Mad. And it's
1: like, Marlo, okay, if you know how to do these things, teach me, master. Teach me.
0: Show us the tutorial then since you know what the fuck you doing. <laughs> you no, know, Marlo has a nerve. She will sit there and to Kenya, you can't keep a man even if Jesus asked you to. Marlo, no one's actually I, asked you.
1: I can't lie. That was a read. But even... The um, reason
0: for me that the read doesn't land is the fact that there's not the a single. Is
1: who the reader is.
0: Yeah, if somebody else has said that, you might be like, "Ooh, that's nasty," but it landed. Mona's never been married. No one's asked you, "Will you? Will you marry me?" You don't have a man, like Candy said. She don't want to show us her spouse. That's all she has.
1: Aye, they got her good. <laughs> and if this is if this is during the show, imagine the reunion. And Andru- Andrew, my husband, Andrew. He tweeted, he said, questions for the reunion. One day I'm going to do it, guys. I actually I actually think one day I want to
0: hear. Please, from- at Leo Gilly. <laughs> Leo,
1: Leo from London wants to- <laughs>
0: Leo Gilly from London wants to know. <laughs> at Leo Gilly.
1: <laughs> wants to know. <laughs> one day you guys will hear me. I don't know if it's Potomac, Beverly Hills. What are these reunions? Leo
0: from London.
1: <laughs> you people hear my name. You people hear my name
0: nah i just i'm just happy that they gathered her by her growing back edges because this is wild i feel like if marlo keeps her peach next season they would have failed us all like they actually would have failed us all because there's actually no point for marlo to be here consistently there's really there really and truly there's no point even the fact she have the nerve to say you're only known at that time. you know when it's like your lie is so ridiculous that Come on.
1: <laughs> if this like you're just saying shit just so you can say you said something.
0: Just for the sake of saying shit. And I'm like, I'm now at the point where I'm embarrassed for you. you. should have kept that in the draft, mamas. Please. Someone even said they wish that the producers would have played the clip of them doing the karaoke in Japan. <laughs> because the shit happened.
1: I know. She actually... She actually Marlo Candy, you know what? And I rarely ever, and I'm the one who says Candy likes to hold things against people. I do believe that. But Marlu did Marlo shouldn't have come for her. Because the the thing they were even talking about was really not that deep.
0: Right. And I think that's the thing about Marlo, she forgets who she is in this situation. The fact that it's also well known, and we even spoke about this briefly a few weeks ago. That Candy's the one person who also fought for you when they're ready to dash you to the side. And you this is how you're talking to Candy now. The one who clearly has something over Bravo and Andrew's heads that's why she's still here. You think, I think Hapa maybe it's even Todd. Her affiliation, her marriage to Todd, and maybe Todd said to someone, keep her in the contract. Because <clears throat> it's not making sense how Todd still around, but those are the last pair of people that, in my opinion, you want to mess with And you know, you bought your way into the circle and the other person fought for you to stay on this cast. Those are the last people that actually want to be fit. Because that means next season, I could very well be out the door. No one else on this table actually has the leverage to keep me here. Not a charade, not a Drew.
1: So- I mean, you know, I think I was talking to Martina about Marlo's peach as a whole. Marlo didn't deserve a peach. And I think at the beginning, when we heard the news, I think I said her getting a, a peach wasn't a good thing because it showed it, you can't cast on this cast. You can't add people to this cast very easily. Especially because you've been saying they're never going to add her. So it's like, where did you find the whatever to add her? I know. She worked better as a plus one to Nini. Someone tweeted that. And I think much, much better. Like, when Nini was on was when Marlo was relevant. And even then, there were times when Nini was on and Marlo wasn't on. But she, she needed Nini around to anchor her into the cast. But now, um, with like, now... Post Nini, oh, yeah. even last season, it's just like, why are you still here?
0: And Nini was also the only person who could actually make Marlo calm down, in my opinion. I don't know what that says about the power dynamics of their situation or their friendship. But I think
1: they're Marlo, both fire, fire signs.
0: yeah, but like, I don't think half the things Marlo says to people now. I don't think she would go that low with Nini and survive. Whereas now, oh,
1: oh no, there's no, no
0: competition like this. As you know what I mean, like even with the stuff that she was saying to candy with even with it not landing she was still running her mouth and going on and on and on that actually couldn't run if it were me. yeah that's it for me um anything from you
1: um let me see i just think Marlon shere broke losers oh no she's an aquarius What's that? What are Aquarius's? I'll check what Aquarius's are. Is um, it like before
0: Pisces? Is it after?
1: No, like if if they're fire signs or what, because I know Aquarius isn't actually water signs, but I think they're air signs. Yeah, because
0: Aquarius,
1: like it is the Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think lastly, I'll just see that yet again, <laughs> Sanya watches her friend Mahalo talk out the side of her neck. Doesn't say anything. But when it was Drew, she was there. I'm just
0: so shocked. I'm so When it was Kenya. I've never that's seen her Kenya. in a light like this. And the other thing is, you're being a bit too, Marlo Hampton dog.
1: Marlo is not loyal to in Marlo turned on Nini herself. Like, if Marlo could have turned on Nini, please. Please.
0: And that's the Nini you think you have a leg to stand on. Forget loyalty. It's clear that Sanya wants more clout. That's who you're chasing it with, Marla Hampton. Okay.
1: Use your use your brain, please.
0: Engage your brain cells, maybe. Try again.
1: Yeah, that's everything from me on Real House Real Housewives of Atlanta.
0: Cool. Then we can go on to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
1: Um. Can I just say we have an episode without Diana? Well, no Diana, no Kyle, no Crystal. But I'm gonna focus on the no Diana part, much like those one without um Rena a few episodes ago. And that's why I enjoyed it. I don't have that much to say, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an okay episode. It was a bit fillery until the end, which got confusing. <laughs> is she having is Lisa Rena having a stroke? like
0: her Erica back I'm afraid
1: <laughs> I was genuinely fearful for my life I'm like I'm like guys this old lady's going to see now yeah but before we get there um, it's weird to me that Lisa Rinna has been on this show since season five and I think we're on season 12 and she's never had a business like well obviously I don't think every housewife is gonna start a business you know what I mean but I think as Candy says, these things, these, this show is like a really good platform because all you have to do is show that, y'all, I have this product while I'm on the show and people are going to like Google it. And then that's an inbuilt market for zero, for $0.00 out of your account, because you're just talking about it or you're just doing something to do with your business. Um, And also then you'll post on Instagram, but then it's keeping it in it's keeping it in people's consciousness that, oh, candy has a line of air freshener. Um, so yeah, it's weird that um, Lisa Arena doesn't have, hasn't had one, but then I guess Beverly Hills is different because I think they are to some extent wealthier than a lot of the other um, franchise. They have been, let me say historically, they have been quite wealthy women. Um, and so um maybe it wouldn't have made sense for them all to have businesses, So maybe I shouldn't be not too much, not too much on her. And also but I I think it was weird. Just seven seven? I think seven seasons in, you're now coming and telling, Hey y'all, I got wine. I've got she's got Rena Beauty. She's got um what's the one? Rina wine. Wine Rina Rina.
0: Rose. And Rena
1: (laughs) Shark. Like and I was hearing the names, I'm like, I know you thought you ate that.
0: She she absolutely did, especially Rena Rose
1: she's like knocked out the part even i'm sure even rena beauty she's like it, <laughs> and it's like robin rihanna Benty beauty rena beauty like
0: it's, it is, a, it's like it's nothing breathtaking we, we we've been down this for before
1: and i mean obviously it's wine but i think when it comes to skincare and makeup so a lot of people have said i'm just so over celebrities going into skincare and makeup like you guys, I'm so sorry to say this, but you've got nothing new to bring to the game. There are no new, even if they want non-celebrity, there are no new brands. Like, there's no new, the ordinary, there's no new Clinique. Don't do it. But yeah, that's my thought on um, Rena Rose. Um, the timing is very interesting. I don't know why now. I don't know if the baby is broke. There are rumors they are broke or they have tax issues. Her and her husband,
0: yes.
1: allegedly, allegedly, all alleged. Allegedly.
0: allegedly.
1: <laughs> that's reminding me of a certain thing i cut out every week but luckily we don't have a scene between the people so i don't get to talk about it this week darling <laughs> but you know i love you know i stand i stand them together but you know their spouses are really in the way
0: yeah.
1: um yeah so there was that scene where um rena starts to plan her um wine lunch and having the girls over for like a wine tasting. Um, I'm not sure if I'm saying this scene by scene, but these are my thoughts. So I hope I wrote something about every scene, but maybe I didn't. Um,
0: it was The other one I think was just Dorit and Garsel at lunch, and then the other one's starting and the
1: kids. Ah, okay, then they are kind of in order. Yeah. Um, Garsel and Dorit have really come a long way. Um, As you've seen, like where they came from last season when Dorit said Garsel which is the craziest thing i could think of and you know it was eh, it was my stand card i had to put my stand card
0: you had to check it away
1: i had to put it in the drawer for a bit for for a bit there because there were some racist allegations that i didn't know if my sister was gonna beat but you know they 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 ended up okay by the reunion at the reunion like they patched it up and you can see they're in a much better place so two beautiful fashion queens you know one lady of the world you know accent in london but she's from connecticut but her parents are from israel it's like <laughs> that girl she's a woman of the world when a child is a child of the world that, Yo. that <laughs> the world. um yeah i mean it is upsetting that i know that um garcelle's book which she's obviously proud of and was discussing with dorit um Garcelle's book Erica throws it in the bin and posts a picture that she threw it in the bin and then now I'm seeing what I mean I'm not going to read it but now hearing that she discusses an incident she may have had with Bill Cosby it's like obviously yeah you know, in a book they can be different things that you discuss with different people but it's like mm, Erica maybe now that I'm hearing that it makes it obviously in the beginning I was like Erica that's rude but now I'm just like Erica you really you have no coof. I mean obviously I don't know what they were so angry about. I think someone said, um, "Gosel said something about Lisa Rinna dancing on Instagram in a bikini, giving her kids um, body image issues, something like that."
0: Allegedly.
1: Allegedly. Um. Yeah. Should I just keep going? I'm gonna. I'm gonna review the episode basically okay clearly clearly i have the more <laughs> thoughts
0: about it no okay wait let me let me talk about gassel and dorit okay and just be out the way um i like the scene <clears throat> however i think my main qualm was i don't know how i feel about gassel, Kiki keying with dorit about how if Sutton was going down she would not go down with Sutton. um I don't know, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, fine, you've heard that Erica feels like certain liability to you. And obviously discussing this with Dorit, and Dorit is this person to you that you do kind of give them in these vibes. You you are giving right or die. Um and I thought I don't know, I could have read the situation wrong. Um, it felt a little bit like, you know, when someone wants to be defensive, no, no, no. no, 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 no like I don't read for them like that. Um and I thought like not too much on certain because oh, Wait, who are we
1: criticizing? Who are you criticizing? okay oh, yeah. okay
0: yes because I was saying I don't know how I feel about it. kiki king with Dorit and making the jokes like oh haha bye bye you good oh maybe I'll, and even as Dorit was saying those things she was just kiki king, and I'm like not too much because you not just but like no one less just got into a good place with Dorit so you and Sutton have actually been friends like consistently so I'm like don't, don't
1: throw your friend on the under the bus yeah, for
0: these people and fine maybe it's throwing you off a little bit that erica says she feels like such a deniability to you but like not too much erica's not the nicest rina is not the nicest dorit is usually on the fence but more so the fence on their side of the property so be careful you know um i just feel like not too much and that kind of what the hell shit sorry I just feel like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I felt. on here? Sorry. And then when? I... Don't mind me. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how I felt about that. And then, oh, we actually missed the scene when Rena was basically, when Rena went to lunch to with Sutton. Because I remember I wrote that. I feel like Sutton's being a bit. Oh, you're going to get to that?
1: Oh, wait, I'm on mute. Oh. oh yeah.
0: No, well, after Dorit and Garcel, right? I
1: think, so. well, that's the order yeah. I've written it in. So yeah, I that after
0: that. Dorit and, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, Garcelle. And yeah, I feel like the fact that Sutton is there saying, I've always liked you, whatever. Like, Sutton, I've had enough of the bad vibes. Stop it. These are not the people you want to, this is not the hill you should be willing to die on. Rinna's not a nice person. And even now, hearing or seeing the clip where Rina's saying she just enjoys torturing Sutton, I'm just like. Do
1: you know what's even funnier? That in one episode... That it was the same episode where the baby was like, "Oh, you know, I want to be friends. I want us to be okay." She showed you why you should never have opened your dirty mouth to say that. And I'm glad it happened. It was a d- and it was a day learned.
0: before. It was a day before, and um, it was it had to be like this went different from our lunch yesterday.
1: I'm glad it happened. Maybe that maybe now you know who you're dealing with. Now,
0: now you learn who you're dealing with because
1: it was I only deal with thing. a real thing. I <laughs> wish I did a real thing. A real thing.
0: That was one time I actually wished I watched that show. When I can see that, that's me wanting to wish I did a real thing. <laughs> Proper. No, I don't know why. Um yeah she needs to stop being a big like free yourself my sister i know it was a hard time for her maybe when she felt like erica was against her and obviously certain people wouldn't have helped like it was just maybe gossel and partially crystal not even partially crystal because crystal i give it it was all that stuff that happened before so i know it's difficult maybe feeling like you just have gossel in your corner but like i just don't feel like that warrants her being a big and i need her to relax
1: you know what? I think that's probably what's really interesting about Real Housewives that it's like, Sutton's a very wealthy woman, you know, she does not want from anything, like she can afford most things she wants but here she is, she's in a social situation where she's a bag and it's like <laughs> damn, that's crazy like, because yeah. honestly, you and I if we were like, if you had that kind of money I'm sure you'd be like, oh, I- I'll need her as a friend, like, I'd be fine because obviously you take your friends, but it's like these people still have very real problems. It's just they have a fat bank account to match with. Like they're not, they can dress the way they want. They can whatever because obviously they have money. But their problems manifest themselves in different ways. Yeah, it's, it's, how did you obtain? How did you obtain the money? It's um divorce. your spouse. You like divorce. It's your spouse. There's it, just different things that happen to you. And I think that's the beauty of Real Housewives. And I feel like with this season, it really it's, very, the um, it it's really shining. Very clear. It's really shining.
0: It's unfortunate because Sutton's kids are obviously off to uni. She she spoke about how at Christmas when her kids are with her ex-husband, she was alone and she felt really lonely. And it even pushed her- She did
1: have COVID as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, she had COVID as well, but like because she's not actively dating, that pushed her to actually get back or take the dating that she was doing a little bit more seriously because she doesn't actually want this for herself and she felt really lonely. And I think that probably doesn't help her when it comes to her being a beg but i actually just needed to read it in and stop like please please actually just stop it like there's actually no need for me to behave this way please stop it (laughs) um but yeah like you said the problems manifest going to differently so they hurt but on to the little wine tasting i mean you had already started a little bit before so what else were your thoughts of the actual wine tasting
1: arena's behavior doesn't actually surprise me. Gonna Runa has a behavior a pattern, not even a behavior, a pattern of behavior wherein she would invite a friend onto the show and then throw them under the bus. Season seven it was Eden. Season recently it was Saturn. Two, three seasons ago it was Denise. Like
0: Rina brought you on Saturn.
1: She brought all these babes on. That
0: is crazy.
1: <laughs> Only for her to what? And it's just like guys if Rina invites you somewhere and says no come meet my friend don't go because
0: she's gonna throw you under the bus
1: she's gonna throw you under the bus once those cameras start rolling and you know those lips start flapping she starts it's like oh she's starting <laughs> she's starting um yeah I think for one my biggest I think probably this is like my biggest takeaway or my biggest thought the conversation about Crystal was so inappropriate like I couldn't believe what I was watching, I I was genuinely flabbergasted, they were gallivanting there, doing their thing, talking about Crystal like this is not a sick person, like I think with a lot of things, I think as people we forget that a lot of these things are diseases, like it's, it's a disease, alcoholism is a disease, drug abuse, like having a problem with drugs or substance abuse it's a disease, like all these things are diseases, they're treatable diseases, that it's like, obviously there are things you can do to get better, but unless you're willing to do the work, unless you're willing to change, um, that's not going to happen, and I think the way they were talking about it isn't helpful, it was in a way they were gossiping about her, they were making a topic conversation, like, oh, she's always posting on Instagram, and it's like, guys, there's no way, this way you guys are having this conversation would help her get any better, so I don't see why you're having it um I'm glad that I think it's oh, I think it's Sutton who ends up telling Crystal that they were talking about her that is the one b- bone carrier I'm like uh-huh you, uh-huh you goddamn right you're gonna tell her um and no when I was thinking about you know that scene I was thinking about um New Jersey and how different they responded to Jackie's um eating disorder I don't think it ever really came up I don't think it, it was never a really tea it was never a point of discussion and I think they have a bit more respect from me for that because the people the women in Beverly Hills lost mine when they decided to talk about um Crystal
0: it was actually disgusting to me um because the funny thing is I saw the flash forward or the preview for the next episode before I watched this episode so I saw that little clip of Sutton and Crystal and I saw a couple of people saying, oh, here everyone goes. You guys just love Sutton Saturn, Saturn so much that you won't hold her accountable, she's being messy. And in my head, I remember thinking when I watched it, I'm like, there must be a reason. And now that I watched the episode, I'm like, you people are mad because Sutton wasn't wrong when she expressed to Crystal that, I don't think this was out of concern. The way they spoke, what I saw there, that was not concern. Like, I don't know what, what kind of conversation you guys had, but when this was brought up here, it was not a concern, it was judgmental. Erica's there saying, so why aren't you getting treatment for it? Between Erica, Dorit and Rinna, I'm like, guys, guys. And you can see Cherie looking around like, because I'm pretty sure Cherie could see that this is dangerous terrain that you people are entering. You can't say that about people. Um, we spoke about this, I think it was around the time of euphoria, and we mentioned the point that you just stated that people definitely forget that these are all diseases and are treating them like it's just a ha- one, one kind of habit like this that you have that you can just simply stop doing. I don't see how, you, like you said, it's like with someone who's struggling with substance abuse. Oh, you tweeted about it, you posted about it. Why don't you just stop? Why don't you just go and get the help? If you're really struggling, why don't you just go to rehab? Yeah, instead of I,
1: telling us on social media about it, why don't you just do something about it? You
0: just go to rehab. Like, excuse me. Um. So, yeah, it was just super insensitive. It was gross. I hate when people do that and mask it as concern for someone and I'm happy and one thing that's consistent about Sutton and Garcelle they continue to maintain that we don't like it when you discuss somebody and somebody's not there to defend themselves and I think it was really good that Sutton it, Sutton was actually the only person who even defended Crystal in that situation and was the only person to be like this is not appropriate you know maybe let's just leave it and move on I don't feel comfortable which is
1: funny because that's not even her babes Like Bro. Going, even Garcelle was crickets
0: and that actually shocked me I'm like shut your crickets but, like, also not stopping the conversation. Yeah, you're not saying, like,
1: guys, this isn't appropriate.
0: You know, it's not the right thing to do. But, yeah, that also had me gagged. And I agree that it's quite a stark difference between New Jersey and Beverly Hills and how this was handled. And that was poor. Um, I really found it funny. I don't know if you did as well. It's actually nice to see Dorit and Gossel where they are, where Dorit was like, oh, Gossel, what brand is your is, is your dress? <laughs>
1: I can't no, but like Dorie and Garcelle actually have a very playful relationship, which I love. Like I don't know if you remember um, Garcelle's birthday, and she's like, oh, she got her first birthday, <laughs> and it was the cake. <laughs> and it's it's like it's that's that it's, nice, it's that's a nice
0: beautiful banter.
1: Shade, mm-hmm. like it's like it's shade, but it's like I know you're the, you're not saying
0: reasonably it shady. Hmm. Um, I wanted to point out, don't you find it weird that Erica is literally admitting that she's not supposed to drink on these meds and she's continuing to drink?
1: Like, <laughs> and she's like, no, it's a wine.
0: I'm not supposed to drink on these meds.
1: It's, I'm not supposed it's, to drink on these meds, so I'm having wine.
0: It's alcohol.
1: Babe. <laughs> like, do you hear, like, when you speak, do you hear yourself? Are you hearing like, yourself? <laughs> because ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. Um, I will say, um, it was cute that um Dorit has a friend for Gasel. I'm curious where that's gonna end, but that I think that is more to show you that Garcelle and Dorit are in a good place. And
0: yeah,
1: I don't like when my mothers fight, so I'm glad that you you're
0: know
1: happy. I'm a happy chappy right now.
0: Um, I wanted to say, Cherie, don't be a big. I know you're trying to get on the show, but please. When she was busy saying that she feels like rena's a sweetheart i mean we can all tap into the beachy, but i think you're a sweet city shh, shh, shh,
1: shh. not too much babe the cameras were already they already got you on camera it's
0: fine we you, already you... like you you have to campaign some more it's fine um
1: <laughs> um
0: i will say i would know eric and gassel
1: oh yeah
0: in chat what did you think
1: I think it's strange to say something about someone's friend. And then when it's like, no, I feel like you should like address this, like, not even like being messy, because you know, executive EP EP e. P. Gasser, okay. <laughs> When she puts her EP hat on, she's there too, she's clocked in. But I do think if if I have two friends and one says something about the other, there's gonna at some point have to be a conversation between if not all of us, maybe the two of them. You. um yeah so if there's maybe a conversation like between the two of them that would help like because it's just awkward otherwise so and also what she said wasn't nice like she's a liability and um the thing of defending her and it's like I think to me I will always not mind Gasol defending Sutton because they are like five it's like five bitches all on one side like yeah. it's Dorit it's Erica awesome. it's Kyle it's Rena.
0: I think H2, oh it's four yeah.
1: they used to be five no they used to be five with this boring woman called teddy and then they finally dropped her <laughs> but they used to be the fox force five i don't know why it was fox force five but i think it was just so it was alliteration yeah so mm-hmm. now they're four but that is to say that they defend each other and they're even even their madness like at least garcelle can say something oh, you kind of put uh, your Like and she doesn't world.
0: defend her blindly she's not gonna just say Leave my friend, leave my friend, leave my friend. Like, if someone shouldn't have said something, she'll say, okay, come on, maybe she shouldn't have said that. Even to certain, she'll be like, don't lie. You don't like her. Like, stop it. And she'll say hey, to her.
1: Hey, like, whereas you have Kyle, Miss Mama's over there saying, no, it's fine that um, Erica behaved that way to your kid because she's finally opening up. Bitch. If <laughs> I slap you, will that be fine because I'm finally opening up? If
0: I, grab, if I should grab you, Dave.
1: Don't let yeah. me touch you. Um, yeah,
0: so crazy that Erica. Don't you think it's crazy that Erica also says that when she literally does the same thing with Rina? Like, when Rina was finally going rogue, there was a time where Rina was saying it was hurtful to me, it was really hurtful to me, or whatever. And then Erica's there, like, and Harry, and then Rina's like, oh yeah, Aunt Harry, like you can tell that Rina, it hadn't even crossed Rina's mind, but Erica's in this say and Harry, and it's like, you also defend Kyle, Diana anybody basically but touching blindly especially those those four those other three ladies why is it that now when garcelle is defending her friend and being a good friend you guys have a problem you literally are doing the same thing
1: it don't make no goddamn sense um i think also in erica and garcelle in erica and gus i think it was garcelle Actually it was Erica's confessional. She's like, Oh, um, you've made me into like the bad guy. And it's like, Erica, I don't know if this is gonna be news to you, but regardless of what Garcel did, you were always going to be seen as the villain because you were married to a man who basically did corruption. Like and let's you be, showed let's, no remorse for it. Let's be real, you showed no remorse. You don't give a fuck. You say it's you, it's your team, you, you have to protect yourself you have to protect your assets, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, how would that, how do you think that would um translate to people? Like how, how do you think people who are like, I've been conned out of millions of dollars, that why would they, why would they be okay with that? So I'm not really getting the logic behind that and how Garcelle is behind that. But I think that's just how Erica thinks, honestly. Even like, I think further than the thing, she gets angry at Crystal about, I think Crystal says something about the victims. And then she's like, Oh, are you just taking the side of the victims because that's what you think is cool? And it's like, No, I don't think it's cool. But
0: that's, it what, is, that's right. It, like, those it, are is, it is
1: what's right. And it is fucked up what you and your husband, I don't know if, I'm not saying you and your husband, what or your husband, husband did. did.
0: Um, and you,
1: by extension, benefit benefited from. Yeah, even you know, the
0: expectation from Erica of Gossel to cut us some slack, because she's sat there um, you wouldn't cut me some slack, um. Whereas with Sutton, you would, and I'm like, that's a natural friend reaction. So Sut- Erica literally does the same thing with Sutton. She said to Gasol, "You've chosen to view me in a certain light, blah 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 blah. You don't even want. It. You didn't. You weren't willing to hear me. You won't cut me some slack. That's what she was saying in a confessional. But it's like that's the exact same thing you've done with Sutton. You're not whatever Sutton says. You don't want to hear it. You're not open to hearing it. You've made up that Sutton is a certain way. You're not gonna cut Sutton some slack because Sutton's not your friend. Why is it that when you do the same thing, you don't hold yourself to the same standard that you're holding these other women to? It does not make any goddamn sense. It's make time. it make sense, bruh. And she she wouldn't be able to because it just doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, it's it's weird to me. I'm not a fan.
1: Yeah, I think, and then even that little scene at the end where um Lisa Rena decides to flip out.
0: I will fucking hide you down. Okay. So, uh, and it, you know what? I was seeing all the tweets. It's so funny how nothing she did landed. Nothing she did, nothing she said. The fact that she also also drunk and slurring over your words is not even working in your favor. One minute she said, you didn't embarrass me. You didn't embarrass me. Um, You embarrassed yourself. Everyone even got face is like, oh, just now jiggy jiggy. You don't just embarrass me. You embarrass me. You embarrass Harry. You embarrass charity. Don't you ever speak on my husband
1: or our kids? Huh? I don't
0: know if the you wine not hit. Mention, nah, she was faded.
1: I don't know if that's when the wine hit.
0: She was faded. And she kept being like, ah oh, yes, I'm drunk, but. It was embarrassing. Like the silence was deafening. Even Dorit and the same Erica who tried to say something, she couldn't say much because that was crazy. Even Erica wasn't that faded.
1: It was unhinged. I can tell you that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is literally the word. And Sutton had her (laughs) gagged.
1: But this is why I love Sutton. Like,
0: unintentionally.
1: I I tweeted, um, because obviously, Sutton is a Virgo. I tweet, I'm like, guys, Sutton is just so funny to me. Like, is this what I look like in real life? And my friend said, yeah, you do. And you know, I think certain she's a pretty accurate Virgo. I think she's like born the day before me. Like, makes
0: sense. Like, we're like, like. Makes sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. No, it makes sense. because,
0: And you can tell it wasn't even her intention. Like, she was
1: just like, I'm so sorry. I humiliated you. And It's just like, what the
0: hell is wrong with this woman? I remember was like, no, no. You didn't humiliate me. You could never. <laughs> you, you humiliated. You looked at <laughs> the <beard."> girl.
1: <laughs> I just, I can't believe that lady, honestly. Like, she's she's not a real person to me. No, but
0: I, uh, I, like you said, it was giving a little fiddler so we'll have to wait and see what next week brings and how crystal and substance conversation goes and everything else that you know unfolds yeah that's it for me this week
1: I think it'll be I don't know if you're gonna keep this but it will definitely be sad uh to um not have to record it but I think as well just I'm just in a bit of a funk not a funk but I do feel a bit of a funk and like I just wanna watch it, watch some of the stuff and not
0: and not have to take notes and have to feed but and it's I, kinda it,
1: to some extent it does take the fun. It out takes of
0: away it. from the experience. Like it's not what what it used to be. It, it's gonna be nice during the break to just get to watch and tweet. Like whatever comes to mind without thinking, oh wait, I need to write this for my notes. Oh wait, rewind, what did she just say? Ugh.
1: Yeah, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be weird just watching it, but I think I want to bring a bit more of the fun back. Maybe when Pato I don't know when we'll come back maybe when Potomac comes back I don't know or something but I, I definitely think I'll appreciate the break and just watch watching things at my own time because sometimes I did not even watch I mean, although I do like like seeing the tweets like watching an episode and then seeing the tweets and understanding instead of like binging I remember Potomac that season where Monique and Candace rock um I didn't watch a few weeks so I just watched it like there were a few episodes that I was like
0: back to, back to back to back
1: I was just like <laughs> and that is really fun as well because you're just doing it for yourself you that shows I'm a fan of the show I'm just doing it for myself regardless of what I see on Twitter I'm just doing it because I enjoy it yeah. um but yeah it's definitely going to be nice to do that um get some of the fun back into it you know rework the show I I mean I don't know if we'll change some things but you we'll know come back with yeah
0: Oh, well, guys, this has been Nessu and Leo in the Reality Check pod, end of season one.
1: What of the two.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please be sure to keep in touch with us by following us on Twitter and Instagram. That's R-E-A-L-I-T-Y-C-H-K-P-O-D and use the hashtag as well. We will be tweeting, commenting, posting on Instagram during our leave of absence. So please be sure to follow us so you can stay tuned to everything we're doing. Um I've been Nessu.
1: And as always I've been Leo.
0: And until next time guys bye.
1: Bye.